Good evening and welcome to this edition of the Legacy of Queens for Saturday, November 25th, 2023. And it is episode 87 on this Saturday night. It's a special Thanksgiving weekend edition of the Legacy of Queens. And I'm your host, Jason DiCanio. And the reason why we're here on Saturday is because we have a two-parter to tribute to this wonderful gentleman who not only graced us with his presence when the times that... Uh, the game show world needed it, and we were always happy when he hosted. He always had a smile on his face, and the important thing is, is that we lost, you know, uh, we lost him in 2015. But his legacy to this day, eight years to the date, on his 90th birthday, is being celebrated this whole month. And also, too, I am very good friends with uh, the family. And I was able to interview his daughter, not once, but twice. And tomorrow on the program, we will have her interview as part of episode 88 of the weekend of the two-parter of this fantastic gentleman who we lost too young at the age of 82. Who are we talking about? The man was born in Camden, New Jersey, but he worked at WABC 77 in New York for a little while. And that's why he was able to get classified on our show on the Legacy of Queens. He's also an American and Canadian television game show host. He's a singer, announcer, and performer in the 70s and 80s. He enjoyed success on both Canadian and American television, and he was the host of the American game shows Card Sharks and Sale of the Century, as well as the Canadian game shows Definition and Headline Hunters, and was also the host of the Miss Canada pageant in the 70s and 80s. Who we're talking about? Well, as soon as I gave away card tracks and sale of the century, you knew who I was talking about. James Edward Dooley, otherwise known as Jim Perry. We're going to look at his life tonight on the 87th episode of The Legacy of Queens. Okay, this is a Saturday edition of the Legacy of Queens, normally on Sunday, but because it's Thanksgiving weekend, happy Thanksgiving weekend to you all. Hope you had a fantastic Turkey Day and a safe Black Friday as well. This is November 25th, 2023. This is Saturday night, and usually we don't do a Saturday night show, but we have a two-parter for our Legacy tribute this weekend. It's also 87. This is episode 87 as well, too. So let me explain before what happened. <laughs> Our uh, beloved Jim Perry, who passed away back in um, 2015, had celebrated a birthday on November 9th. And we were very lucky here at the Legacy of Queens to have Aaron Perry uh, uh, have a one-on-one -on -one interview, which she recorded for us uh, second time around. And I mentioned to her that we were going to play it on the weekend of Thanksgiving. So Aaron Perry will be with us uh, talking about her father tomorrow on the show. We'll have that interview. We'll run it. I'll give you a little instruction. And it'll be episode 88. So 87 and 88 will tribute Jim Perry, okay? 
So we're going to read you the Wikipedia story of Jim Perry. If you haven't already, we also covered Jim's uh, birthday on DMS 3000 News Live uh, over uh, three weeks ago. So uh, that was a very special time and tribute. And then we had... Um, I had the interview with uh, Aaron Perry on a on a non uh, DMS three thousand day, where we did that uh, sp- specific uh, interview one on one. We talked for about two hours, so it's going to be a long interview. But I hope that you will enjoy it and be able to get her side of what her father was really like back in the day growing up with uh, a celebrity. Okay, so Perry was born James Edward Dooley in Camden, New Jersey. His mother, Genevieve Perry, was a record-holding swimmer, as well as a known marathon dancer. His father, Edward Dooley, was a musician. And while briefly attending Amador Valley High School in Pleasanton, California, Perry was an outstanding basketball player thanks in part to his height at 6'4", and he graduated in 1952. He was often nicknamed Big Jim because of his height. Perry started out as a singer in special services after college at Penn, working on armed forces radio during the Korean War. And after the service, he worked for a short time at General Electric and then replaced Eddie Fisher as the staff vocalist at Grossinger's in the Catskill Mountains and later did comedy working with Sid Caesar as his straight man for several years, which included a four-year stint with Caesar in Las Vegas. Vegas. Perry appeared in three syndicated specials with Caesar titled As Caesar Sees It, which aired during the 1962-63 season. These were under his birth name of Jim Dooley. Due to a name conflict with AFTRA, he adopted his mother's maiden name of Perry shortly after beginning his television work. His first appearance as a TV host came in Canada with the popular game show Fractured Phrases in 65. Afterwards, he presided over several other game shows, including I Bet and The Moneymakers, also called Bingo at Home, the latter also airing on syndicated television in some U.S. markets for 13 weeks in 1969. And although Perry was an American by birth, he and his family emigrated to Canada in the early 70s and moved back to the U.S. in the late 1970s when he was hired to host Card Sharks. Perry also served as an announcer for that show starring Joan Rivers, a short-lived two-month series that aired in 1969 on syndicated television. He also appeared in a few television commercials, including one for Morton Salt. From 69 to 72, he was a weekend overnight DJ at WABC Radio in New York City. And in the 74, Perry became the announcer of the CTV game show Definition, a hangman-based pre-Wheel of Fortune series, which would become the longest-running game show in Canada television history. After a few weeks of announcing the show, Perry moved from the announcer position to hosting, replacing original host Bob McLean, and remained there until the show ended its run in 1989. Perry hosted another long-running weekly nighttime game show called Headline Hunters, which lasted from 72 until 1983. Perry presided as MC of the annual Miss Canada pageant, a job he held from 1967 until 1990, about the same length of time his U.S. counterpart Bob Barker presided over the Miss USA pageant on CBS. And like Bird Parks in the United States, Perry, a talented singer, would sing the pageant's closing song, The Fairest Girl in Canada, soon after the new Miss Canada was crowned. This practice, however, ended in the 1980s. Again, Dave Duvall worked alongside Perry as the pageant's off-screen announcer. 
And while hosting the 1975 Miss Canada pageant during a commercial break, a female protester hit Perry with a packet of flour while on camera, claiming that the pageant was sexist. Perry, though shaken from the incident, regained his composure and continued on with the broadcast. Perry's first major American network hosting tenure came in 1967 with a short-lived charades-type game called It's Your Move. The series was produced in Canada for syndication in the United States. Another game show also produced in Canada for syndicated TV in the U.S., The Moneymakers, a game based on Bingo, aired in 1969, originally titled Bingo at Home, in which contestants and home viewers had a chance to win money, albeit less than $100 at a time, and in some years his co-host was Dominique DeFore, Miss Canada 1981. Now, his biggest break in the United States came in 1978 when NBC and Mark Goodson Bill Todman Productions cast him for their new show, Card Sharks. Perry hosted the entire NBC version and the two pilots that preceded the series, airing from April 24, 1978 until October 23, 1981. This series helped Perry begin a long association with NBC, lasting more than a decade. Perry was twice considered as host for the daytime and nighttime and the nighttime revival of Card Sharks in 1986, but due to his commitment with NBC and CTV, the daytime version aired on CBS and was given to Bob Eubanks, and the nighttime version was hosted by Bill Rafferty. In 1982, NBC named Perry host of Sale of the Century, a revived version of the 1969-73 series airing from January 3, 1983 until March 24, 1989. For more than six seasons, he presided over the fast-paced Q&A game. Starting in January of 1985, he added a third hosting gig to his resume, taking the reins of a nightly syndicated Sale of the Century that ran until September of 86. His style and sensational salesmanship helped to make the show a big hit for the network in the last golden era of game shows and made Perry one of the top game show personalities of the 80s in the United States. Not forgetting the time he spent with Sid Caesar, Perry would often tell jokes related to some of the questions asked on sale. And during his tenure at NBC, Perry appeared in the made-for-TV movie The Great American Traffic Jam in 1980, alongside, along with fellow game show hosts Wing Martindale, Jack Clark, and Art James. Perry hosted approximately 10 different game shows, including Unsold Pilots, in a career that spanned about 25 years. He was also involved in charitable causes, both in Southern California and in Canada, and was a regular host <coughs> of the annual Telemiracle Telethon in Saskatchewan <coughs> for many years in support of the Kinsmen Clubs in that province. His daughter Erin also appeared on several of these telethons, and on one occasion they performed a song together. While Perry retired in 1990, in later years he authored two self-awareness books titled The Sleeper Awakes, A Journey to Self-Awareness in 91, and There's Gotta Be a Pony, Considerations on a Journey of Mastery in 2012, and appeared in a few infomercials, mostly produced by his daughter Erin and Pat Finn. In 1991, he made a walk-on appearance on the game show Studs. Host Mark DiCarlo was a contestant on Sale of the Century in 1985. In 1994, Perry hosted a pilot for a lottery game show titled Cash Tornado from Mark Goodson Productions. Taped at CBS Television City's Studio 33 on the same set as The New Price is Right, the pilot was not tied to a specific lottery, but would have featured three different qualifier tickets for any lottery that chose to buy the show. 
Three players, one representing each game, one of whom was Roger Dobkowitz, played a series of games culminating with the game Avalanche, where the winner could win up to $100,000 on top of what they won earlier. The format did not sell, though it was used as the basis for other lottery game shows, most notably in Illinois' Instant Riches. But a sizzle reel was recently discovered and posted on Wink Martindale's YouTube page as part of his ongoing Wink's Vault series on August 1st of 2015. Well, Perry met his wife June during his time at Grossinger's. She later became a top model with the Eileen Ford Agency and later, and during their time in Canada, ran her own gallery business as well. She currently operates her own pottery and gallery, Shambhala Pottery in Bakersville, North Carolina. The couple celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary on June 29th of 2009. Their son, Sean Perry, is a television producer and was a partner in Endeavor, a Beverly Hills-based talent agency. Their daughter, Erin Perry, worked with Bob Stewart Productions as an associate producer to the $25,000 Pyramid and also served with Pat Finn's production company, Infinity Productions, as its vice president. Following retirement, Jim and June Perry made Oregon and North Carolina their homes, with Ashen, Oregon being their final residence. In 2010, Perry was diagnosed with cancer, and he died from the disease on November 20th of 2015, less than two weeks after his 82nd birthday. And this year, we celebrate his 90th birthday, eight years later. And what a fantastic biography Jim had, and all of the attributes to what really brought him up as time went on, you know? And talking with Aaron Perry, you'll get to get more in-depth uh, analysis of what Jim was really like on tomorrow's 88th episode of The Legacy of Queens. So that wraps up this show for tonight, and we hope that you enjoyed this little tidbit of uh, this little biography that kind of will bring you into tomorrow's program here on the Legacy of Queens. We're only now about uh, 12 or, you know, 13 or 12 episodes left, and we will be at our 100th episode. And what a run we've had in the four years that we've been here. Thank you for your continued support of the show. Remember, uh, we're on YouTube, as always, with 73 subscribers. We're on Spotify with over 7,000 listens, uh, plays, that is, between the Queens New Yorker and the Legacy of Queens. And for those in my group pages, you know, who I run, please, if you have not subscribed to either the YouTube page or the Spotify page, wherever it is, if you see an episode pop up on the Foos Facebook group page, please go there, hit that subscribe button automatically, and enjoy a fantastic episode created by yours truly. Okay? Thank you very much for this edition here. We will see you tomorrow for the long <laughs> interview with Erin Perry, but it'll be a fun interview as well as we record it, give a little introduction, put the whole thing together, and call it episode 88 of The Legacy of Queens. I'm Jason Nicanio. Thank you again for a fantastic night tonight. We will see you tomorrow for all that we have to do. Till then, have a good night. Bye-bye.